Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? TalkSTL.com real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the war room of the O'Keefe Think Tank, this is Real Spoilers episode 161, Deadpool. Finally. Too bad it's not like episode 187. (laughs) Nice. A murder of a cop? What? No, one eight seven is just a murder. A murder of a cop. Nine 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 is a murder yeah. of a cop. Is that right? Yeah, one eight seven is a police yeah. officer. Yeah, but we don't. The ten codes are different. Yeah. Well, well anyway, nine 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 is the murder. What was, of a cop. What was the movie? One eight. Was it Sam Jackson? Yeah. yeah. One eight seven is just homicide. Yeah. Okay. Mm. To the Google. Some, sometimes you have to. No, I. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't believe. To a police officer. I just told you the ten. All ten codes are different. The, yeah, but there's one eight seven is probably pretty. There's standard. no nationwide ten code; they don't yeah. exist, which is dumb. But yeah, that's according <laughs> to the Wikipedia. Yeah, which is never wrong. Never wrong. The number uh, one eight seven has been used throughout the United States as as a synonym for murder. The usage has been reported as far away as Florida, Wisconsin, and even the United Kingdom and Germany. Interesting. Okay, it's from the California Penal Code section one eight sub. Seven that I did subdivision it, A defines murder as the unlawful killing of a human being or fetus with malice of forethought. Okay, interesting. There you go. So and then thanks, Debbie Downer. You asked, <laughs> and then the nine 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 code. See if I'm right. <laughs> is is that coming up? Thrilling. This is yeah. just. I don't think they go. Please read from really the penal code. I don't Tom. think they go that high. Yeah. Maybe well, maybe Deadpool would like you to read from the penile code. So <laughs> this <laughs> actually <laughs> fits pretty well with the episode. <laughs> Hang on, here's an article about police codes you're not meant to know. Yeah, so we're going to put them on the internet. <laughs> we can just skip the 999 part and say, oh, okay. Joe, you're wrong. All right, let's yeah, go. Moving so on. I, the important oh, thing right. is, Joe, that you were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, it's like it never happens. Finally. Finally. Yeah. I don't proven. know if you've ever heard of, of this code or not. Um, 420? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not, What's that on Wikipedia? <laughs> 
I am not familiar with that. Is that the? I think the kids use it a lot. Do they? The kids. Is it about like the Xbox? I think so. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that like an Xbox game? <laughs> yeah, it's Xbox 420. That's the one that came out in between oh. 360. And, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, because they're they're counting. everybody wants the green one. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess we should go around and introduce ourselves. We'll let you go first since you were here on the last awesome. episode. Uh, I'm Chris Frank. I am the co-host of the Kelly Mano Show, and uh, that's me. There we go. Yeah, I'm Joe. I'm Kevin. And I'm Tom. So uh, also, uh, just some shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on the iTunes. We told you we would have your show sharers this episode, and have them we shall. Yeah. So here they are. Uh, the the uh, Something called the social system. I don't know what that is. Oh, interesting. But they're is from, that different than the social network? It is. Okay. Uh, but uh, they're out of North Carolina, whatever. Oh, nice. That. Oh, so thank I don't know you. they are, but I'll have to click through. I did it on the fly, so I didn't get to investigate. So I don't, I don't know who they are, but there they are. Uh, Brett Schulte. That's a new one. That's a new one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, thank you, Brett. Uh, Ryan Brydenbrecker. Let's hang it. Bryden Becker. Let me see if I can remember say it right. Lene Thunsell. There it is. Did I get it right? Linnea. 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 Son of a bitch. <laughs> ah. Hold on. Let's go back to the tape for the robot pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. Linnea. <laughs> you sure that was was, it, was that her? Did she send that? Yeah. Like, was that her voice? No, no. Oh, it was, it was, uh, I thought she had like recorded, and I was like, "Here, you dummy!" No, yeah, no YouTube like, actually has a like, oh, that's channel for all you know names that need pronunciation. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't put my name in it. Yeah, well, Joe. I mean, the, <laughs> yeah, the other one. Whoa, oh, the other one. I'm like, that's not that hard. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna come across this table, Kevin. So, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so uh, Tim, uh, Timmy Tuzoons, Tammy Sherman Powers, Chris Sanders, Brent Smith, Tom Comiskey, Travis Tewitt. Lane LeVanway, and Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming. So uh, thank you, everybody, for sharing the show. If you would like to join our League of Show Sharers, we'd love to have you. I'm about to put a missing persons out for Disneyland math. Though. I don't know. I really he, you know, I, th- I think he he liked my uh, my Maltese Falcon picture, so he's so still he's out there. Okay. So That's he good. just doesn't like the show anymore. He doesn't like the show anymore. <laughs> there you go. So, there you go. Disneyland Matt. I think he's been... I, so he clearly hasn't been abducted no, by no. the staff unless, at Universal. Unless the staff at Universal Hacked got his Facebook. access to his Facebook yeah. and just started liking stuff. Just, just to, to make, make sure, sure yeah. you understand. Make that throw people off the set. That's right. Oh, man. But I, so crafty over there. What I really want to know, it's been keeping me up at night. Did Lane ever get that energy drink deal off the ground? With, I don't with, know. The, with the lightning bolts? Yeah, with the <laughs> lightning bolts is it spelling his name. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. I do not, I have, I'm not an energy drink guy. Lane, if you did, send us maybe send us some free energy drinks. Or so. don't. Oh, please. I am faithful to, to my Kevin. diet Pepsi. Yeah, so you can just put some sugar and some antifreeze. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Very popular among dogs. <laughs> so oh, what? That's just terrible. once. Just once, though. Yeah, just once. Yeah, they don't. You don't get a. It's <laughs> very expensive because there aren't a lot of repeat customers. Yeah, no. Just once. Yeah. Just one time. So, uh, so anywho, <laughs> uh, I guess we will dig into Deadpool, shall yeah. we? So uh, I think Joe has a synopsis. I do. I do. First things first. I want to say this. Uh, I understand that Rob Layfield and uh, f- created Deadpool. Right, I get that. He gets a special thanks at the end. Fine, with tongue. To me, he does not deserve. Like he created the character, but he doesn't deserve all this praise. The two guys who deserve the praise are Joe Kelly and Ed McGinnis, who did the Deadpool comic book. When he gave us this version of the character, right? The version that Rob Layfield created uh, is not. This he's a gritty, you know, uh, no jokes, no thrills, no nothing mercenary. The version that we know and love was created by Ed McGinnis and Joe Kelly. So I want to get that out of the way. And I'm tired and I hate Rob. That Layfield happens a lot with, with comic book characters that somebody creates it and then Correct. somebody comes along and kind of has a different take on it. 
Right. Bob and Kane it, created Batman and, and makes it way cooler. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But he created the character and well, he created the name. Well, Bill Finger did the rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go look at that original Batman outfit yeah. and tell well, me. Well, even feel like Kane. early Wolverines like that. Yeah, like early. Well, and Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess those Hulk ones are kind of you know. Yeah, the character is there, but it's flushed out by. Gotta Frank give credit where credit's due, though. You yeah. create the character, you know. But I, I get what I you're saying. No, that's I have cool. no problem like with with Rob Lay, but Rob Layfield has gone, you know, jerked himself off numerous times to the idea of this Deadpool movie, and like you. Yeah, you, you created the guy, but you didn't create the guy. Which yeah. you wouldn't think he'd be able to. I would think that his wrists would be so thin. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, 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 uh, he doesn't draw feet. So that's, right. that's how he, yeah. And F Rob Layfield. He's awful. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So now that's Here we go. Out of the way. Here we go. All right. So this movie, <laughs> I feel like we need to even start at the credits because. <laughs> oh, they're amazing. Yeah. The, the credits, credits are, so are incredible. Yeah. Uh, it, it sets the tone almost immediately. It does. That, I love that, that they hit the ground running with the credits that no one's name. Is, it's not like Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. The, the entire thing starts off with like, you know, some douchebag. Yeah. Some, it, it, yeah, some it, douchebag films. And right. And yeah. then like, you know, the hot the hot girlfriend or the generic British villain. Yeah. Uh, gratuitous cameo. A moody teenager. <laughs> moody teenager. CGI character. Character, right. yeah. And so I like directed by some rich douchebag or something, right? And immediately like, I was like, okay. And then the writers it. are the real heroes. The real, here. Heroes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I right, mean, right. And, and and then the music that's playing, yeah. Too. It was it was very reminiscent. So I I guess I thought that the guys that were involved with uh, Zombieland were involved with this at one point. So like the opening credits are very reminiscent of Zombieland. Um, but I, they don't. I like, think the opening no... credits are reminiscent of Scott Pilgrim. I think that's where well, Tim yeah. Miller's experience with the visuals like that, because the way that it's like, you know, kind of frozen, it almost looks Watchmen-esque with, yeah. you know, like the opening credits of Watchmen yeah, yeah. and things going in slow motion. Like, that's the same kind of stuff that he did in Scott Pilgrim, like some of those visual effects. So I think that's where you're getting the influence. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, so the whole opening scene is uh, him in, it's the scene that got real released by accident on like comic-con or whatever right of him jumping of deadpool jumping into a car and the big flip and uh the cool thing that i liked about this movie is they don't give you the origin story up front so like we hit the ground running with this big action set piece and then um it kind of as he's getting i think as he's getting he's got the bad guy that you that he wants and then we're introduced to colossus and uh teenage warhead and like colossus kind of negasonic negasonic teenage warhead Colossus kind of throws him, and then we go into part of our origin story. So we well, are, first the first time that he goes and tells his origin story is when he has the guy he turns that guy into a shish kebab. Remember? Oh, right. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably wondering. You, wait, you thought this was a superhero movie? But <laughs> why did the guy in the suit just turn this guy into a and <laughs> shish kebab? And then he goes back immediately. And says, like, and yeah. it's it's if you've ever read the book, the comics, like this is who this character is. Yeah. Like right. he is. No, it's almost like Spider-Man right. ramped up. He breaks yeah. the fourth wall. Always like, break a lot. Like, so immediately in the in the opening credits, you see uh, somebody's wallet, and in the wallet is a picture of a guy dressed as the Green Lantern. Yeah, and it's like, yep, we're in. Like they've, they've yeah, done they make that a joke. green reference joke in the opening credits of this movie. A because what? a Green Lantern reference. <laughs> you said a green reference. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, no they they make they make a Green Lantern. Well, they're reference. also very ecologically conscious. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, it is. Right, right, right. right. Uh, little known fact: this was all printed on recycled film stock. <laughs> Correct. So <laughs> Ryan Reynolds has no problem making fun of the Green Lantern. He, he does not so think he, it was a good movie. He didn't. He does. He has not mentioned it ever until just recently. Like just recently, he came. I was like, 
It was awful. He gave it a right. three, and then he went back and said, "It's a one." Yeah, and actually, there's a, there's a there's a weird story behind this where like there was a script for the Green Lantern that was apparently amazing. Oh, that's always like, the story. No, like the right. guy, that, <laughs> you know, well, the guy that's involved. Well, if with, we would have done it my way. No, it it's been the guy incredible. that was involved with Arrow and Mark Guggenheim wrote this script that had like Superman was in it and had all this yeah. stuff. But it they got to the studio and the studio was like, no, like they just they they kept some pieces or whatever. So Ryan run and he's just kind of like, it, it was awful. Yeah, and you know, no. I can't, and I don't care. Like yeah. I'm not he met going Blake back. lively. Yeah. They met his wife. So. Came out of it. Yeah, right. Right. So that's what he's happy about. Um, you know, but, but it's great that we hit the ground running with the comedy right in the credits. We see a green lantern photo in someone's <laughs> yeah, wallet, which was you know? Great. Um, and then this actually, the opening credits are actually slow motion of a scene that we haven't seen yet that we will see of that bridge scene. Right. That, that was the first released footage from comic con and all that. So it's it kind of cool. Well, the, yeah. The initial release we, was all CG. Like it yeah. was just a concept. It was a test, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and, and, and then, that got so much buzz that they like, actually got should, this movie. Maybe made. we should make this movie. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, the well, movie, it stole, the, was it the bat? Was it the Batman Superman buzz? Because it like they released much. the trailer yeah. for Batman for Batman Superman, and then like the Deadpool stuff leaked, and all anybody was talking about yeah. was Deadpool. Right, yeah. right. And it's, I think the movie wasn't going to happen. Like yeah. it had kind of just fallen through the cracks. It wasn't, you know, Ryan Reynolds. They had done Wolverine Origins. And yeah, when this, when this so got terrible. leaked, it was not going to happen. They were making it to hope it would get made, it and was it was a proof of concept. Yeah, and it, was, and yeah. it got released, and it got the movie made. Right, so that right. just—I mean, this movie just fell together. The, the cards just landed perfectly. And, Correct. Um, so yeah, so we see the scene that's going to happen, but but uh, yeah, he starts he starts telling the story of you know his origin story, flashing back, and I love that Deadpool tells the story. We don't watch it. We don't have to watch him. Yeah, it's all whatever. by Ryan but, Reynolds. But, but yeah, Deadpool is telling us the story, which, you know, he brings his humor and his take, which mm-hmm. just makes it so much better, so much funnier. Right. You know, you see how he meets his girlfriend, played by uh, Marina Baccarin. Yeah, she is. Um, yeah, they have a sexy good time. Oh, my God, dude. That's the, so there's a scene. <laughs> so they you end up hooking. Like, there's a bar. There's a, a mercenary bar. And this is where we Sister meet Sister Margaret's. Yeah, something like so that. School for Wayward Girls. School for Wayward Girls. For wayward girls. Yeah. yeah, right. Is the name of the bar. Right. So yeah. this is where we meet T.J. Miller, who plays Weasel, yeah. who is a character from the books as well. And T.J. Miller, honestly, to me, steals the movie. He kills it. His he kills it. Scenes in the movie are so yeah. good. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him so drawn like reserved. Right. Like, usually, like in Silicon Valley or anything else, he's oh, so he's over the very top. yeah I, he is very uh, chill. Yeah, he is very laid yeah. back in this, and uh, I would. What's I mean? Just his his humor is very like sarcastic. Oh and yeah. very yeah. Dry. When, when I walked out of the theater yesterday, I looked at my my friend who I went with, and I said the scenes with Ryan and TJ where where they're describing what Deadpool looks like <laughs> are on par with forty year old virgin when they're going back and forth with. Do you know how I know you're gay? Yeah, yeah. I would agree like, with that. I mean, just one after another right, after right, another right, after yeah. another. Yeah. And I and I'm sure that that was filmed as a big improv back and forth, and they just kept the I'm best stuff. To see that Blu-ray. They must have they must have went back and forth, and yeah. you know, like right. yeah, you look like an avocado. I had sex with another avocado, <laughs> well, like, an older, sh- uglier avocado. Yeah. What's funny is uh, in doing some Deadpool research, I obviously I didn't watch the X Men Origins movie because oh, I good. couldn't wow. bring myself to watch it again. Yeah, good for but you. Yeah, there on YouTube is like a seven minute um, short clip about the Ryan Reynolds character of Deadpool from that film. And it really keys in on the scene where they're in the elevator. 
And Hugh Jackman talked about how... Before his mouth is sewn shut? Correct. Oh, when he could talk, okay. Yeah. And Hugh Jackman talked about how they had to film that scene like 40 times because everything that Ryan Reynolds says is ad-libbed in that yep. movie. Yep, And he's like, so many times he would say something and we would all <laughs> <Crack> <laughs> just lose our shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that, so in the beginning of that movie, that was Deadpool. 100%. Like when, they, when they said, okay, we're going to cast Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool... And you see him in that first opening sequence. You're like, hell, all right. Yeah. And then they did what they did. Yeah. And it was like, what is what this? happened? What, what are you I doing? Just, I would like to know I, what, whose idea was that? I to, also yeah, love I know. that in the, as you're learning the origin story in this new movie, and I forget what he references it to. He goes, this is the worst thing that has ever happened to me. And then they cut to a, an action figure of the mouth sewn shut yes. Deadpool. And he's like, all right, yeah. maybe the second and, worst. And they reference it. When he, when he goes to the research facility and yeah, he's talking to Don't sew my mouth shut. He, or, yeah, the guy goes, shut up. Yeah. I'm going to sew Please your mouth don't shut. Do that. And then he goes, yeah, you don't want to do that or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, no, yeah. So the advantage of the, the Deadpool character is he's really the only character in comics that does break that fourth wall and looks at the reader. So I was curious as to how that was going to translate to this. So I was thinking, okay, the Green Lantern joke is breaking that fourth wall. The the referencing the other Deadpool is so I was like, okay, maybe they'll make some like Hugh, meta- Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, not not Wolverine, but there's well, they Hugh refer- Jackman. He references Wolverine once. No, 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 I know they do, but I'm saying you've got Hugh Jackman right. on People Magazine, like <laughs> yeah. the actor Hugh Jackman. Right. Yeah. So the way that they do that is brilliant and it is hilarious. Well, he I, also references Ryan Reynolds. He does, right? Yeah, yeah. Does. yeah. yeah. But I like I I liked that instead of it being just like meta jokes. Like, he looks at the camera, yeah. and he's well, talking to you, the audience. And I thought that was funny, because the movie that that reminded me of from my youth comes back in the post credit scenes. Yes, it does. Yeah, as far as movies yeah. where the main character breaks the fourth right. wall. Ferris right, Bueller, right. And yeah. it doesn't happen often in films anymore anyway. No. Like, I don't... I can, the only other one that I could compare it to was Ferris Bueller, yeah. because Ferris Bueller constantly breaks the fourth wall. Right, right, right. And that's why when there was post credit scenes, I was like, all right, it's got to be something Captain America. They're going to yeah. set up the next movie. <laughs> and then when it just showed the hallway, I was like... It's going to be Ferris Bueller coming out of the shower saying, why are you still so, here? Yeah. And uh, as soon as it was, I was like, this is so perfect. Yeah. So I want to say the big short breaks the fourth wall when they talk to the audience yeah. and explain oh, things. Mm. That was recent. And then uh, didn't the Wolf of Wall Street, Leo would turn to the camera and explain yeah, things. Yeah, that's right. That's so true. So those are just a couple cr- right, recent yeah, yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, there. Yeah, but those were little indie flicks that no one saw. Yeah, right. <laughs> get the this huge uh, battle sequence, you know, fight scene, and we get to see exactly what Deadpool can do. And this is where I was really worried. The reason being is I saw the leaked footage, I saw the released footage, I saw the trailers, I saw the teasers. You see this highway shootout scene so many times, right. and in the trailers they even show some of the really cool scenes, like yeah. shooting three guys in a row and lining them up. Like you see some awesome shots just given away in the trailers. So I'm like. Like, oh my god it's the bridge scene i'm like i'm glad it's early we'll get it I out of the way very good yeah I, exactly because i'm like i've just seen this so much right. like get it out of the way and now we're past well, they it. also they left out the cool po- about the bullets where he's like all the right i've bullets, got 12 yeah. bullets yeah, they didn't show that they didn't in the trailer yeah so, that was so good. like as he's killing these people the the casings will drop on the ground and you've They're got like, a number yeah a number, right. which i thought was great but i will say that having seen it I still enjoyed it, which was amazing. For because sure. I had thought that I have seen this so many times. <laughs> I've heard the brown pants joke. Like one reason I don't like watching trailers for comedies, and this is a comedy, is you know the first joke's much tired before you get to yeah, it. Yeah, and so you know this guy has the right idea. He's wearing the brown pants, which is a great joke. It's but the twelfth time.
time you're before right, you've right, seen right. the movie, you're like, okay. So to me, it's not a that joke's awful. I hate no, that joke. I think it, but but yeah. because he's firing off so many jokes in a yeah. row, even the bad ones you forget about yeah. because he's already selling. But telling it explains you the one. red suit. I think it's a right. good joke because he's you know you're wondering you the, why red, the red suit they explain later when he's wearing a white suit, and then she's like, just, why don't you just wear a red suit? Well, yeah, I just thought it was a callback. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but so anyway, um, but yeah, so I liked that, but so I was a little worried having seen all this going in, but it was so fun, and with the bullet casings and with his jokes that you didn't hear in the trailers, <laughs> because he is firing off so many, that I even enjoyed the highway scene for yeah, the yeah. 19th time. Right. So it's just, it's so good. It's so yeah, witty. I thought it was a master stroke the way they took that scene that you had seen a million times, and like, instead, like at first I thought the same thing, like they're getting it out of the way, right? and, I, then, and then they didn't. They instead they prolonged it. They dragged yeah. that scene out over like thirty minutes. They did, yeah, yeah. And you get like two two pieces of his origin story while this yeah. is going right. On. But I was just like, but it was brilliant because like it 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 made me kept wanting to get back to the scene that at the beginning I didn't want to see again. Yeah. Right. But Which, I also knew that it was too good of a scene to not actually include in the movie proper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're right. I mean, that highway scene is essentially the entire first act of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It is. And, uh, and, 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 and when we talk about violence, when we talk about rated R, I mean, he is shooting people in the head. He is decapitating <laughs> them. This movie, this is why it's not for kids. This, oh, is, yeah. not, this is not well, a kid's movie. There's, there's also a few times during the origin story where you see more of Ryan Reynolds than you really thought you were going to oh, see. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all him. Oh yeah, he did a full frontal for that for that, and it's scene. like three or four times. <laughs> yeah. And he, I, I again, as I was explaining to a friend of mine last night, if she should let her teenage daughter go to this, who's like a freshman in high school, I went. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of nudity. She's like, well, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not just talking boobs. <laughs> and there said, are, oh, there are boobs. There it, are it, boobs. At least three or four times, and it's never like the center of the shot, <laughs> and it's never long enough where it like prolongs on it. But there are three or four times where you're like. I think I just saw Ryan Reynolds hog. Yeah. <laughs> it was yep. almost like the Ben Affleck in uh, in Gone Girl. In Gone that's, Girl. That's yeah. exactly. She goes, "Is it like that?" And I'm like, "I've never seen that movie all the way through, but I think so." From what I understand, no, not really. You don't really. You see don't it. see anything. It's in a, that, that's yeah. like on a reflection or something. Yeah. But yeah, so the where they tell you the first part of the story where he's a he's a mercenary. What a great scene where he goes to this guy's house. And, oh, so good. And the pizza guy shows up and he's like, "I didn't order a pizza." And then all of a sudden, Wade Wilson walks out of the bathroom and tells his story and he's like oh i'm not here for you i'm here for you the pizza guy and the guy's like oh so he, you know he's stalking us some teenage some girl, girl or right. whatever yeah so he it, takes these jobs to help people he's not necessarily taking these jobs that are like the highest paying he's trying to help people correct using his skill set correct so this is when we go back to the bar we meet tj wilson and then we meet uh, tj miller tj tj wilson that's tj hooker tj hooker yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tj wilson's a pitcher it's fine uh so they and i then, have no way of knowing i know that. yeah <laughs> Um, but the, this is where we see the Deadpool for the first time, yeah. uh, and it's it's exactly what you think it is. It's a list of all of these mercenaries, and when are they going to die? People betting will People they will bet they die on the mission? The or, or, right. Or, yeah. And then of course, T.J. Miller's like, I bet on. He's like, what? You bet on me? And he's like, well, yeah, but you know, it's not that bad. He's like, oh man, it's not personal. <laughs> yeah. So this is where we meet his girlfriend. And they have an um, like this this whole scene where they are going back and forth about whose childhood was worse was yeah, gold. so funny. Which yeah, is, like, yeah, she was hilarious. Like I don't think I've ever seen her in a comedic role. Like I know she's on Gotham, right? And I she know was she was v. on Serenity. She's on v. 
So that's right. But she funny. was on Firefly. When she was yeah, in Wizard was. World, like I think two years ago. Yeah, yeah. I remember walking by, and it was like right after Via got canceled, and she was just sitting at one of those booths by herself. Oh, that's awful. No oh. one was coming up to her, and I'm like, well, that will change now. Yes, right. yes, it will. So yes, it will. I I missed it. I must have missed it in the initial introduction between these two characters. I just initially thought that she was in the Merc bar because she was another Merc. No. She's a prostitute? She's a, she's a prostitute. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's why he's like, how much will this buy right, me? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, right. when he started to say that, I was like, oh, okay, so she's a hooker. Right, yeah. She's totally a hooker. And she's yeah, got this messed up childhood. So like that scene where they are... Because like I said, I don't think I've ever seen her be... Not play the comedy up. Like she's always right. kind of been in, in the action role. Mm-hmm. So like she's going... like In Ryan Reynolds, we've seen it before. The dude is funny. Oh, yeah. And he's very good at ad-libbing. Um... I always thought he would make a great Fletch. Oh, a hundred percent. I think they could one hundred percent. Who was it before? There was, they were talking was, about doing one with Jason Lee. Oh, really? Uh, there was supposed to be a Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith one? Fletch when and he wanted Jason. Who was I, the who? Zach Braff was Fletch at one was going to be Fletch at one point. Uh, that might have got bandied about for a while. Yeah, he. But now Ryan Reynolds, one hundred percent. Like, yeah. and I feel I'm. We we talked about the box office. This is a massive hit. Thank God, Ryan Reynolds is like whoo. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I've got that out of the way. And even though it's a superhero movie, it's a massive hit that's completely driven by his personality. Correct. Yes. Like it's not I not mean, him in a suit flying around. You know right. what? And, he, no. and what's funny though is that it is him in a suit, right? Like you almost never see his face, which is I was thinking the same thing, but, which is unheard of. But you totally, it's his personality yep. the entire time. Yep. Yeah. That's why you know we talk about all the time with Iron Man. Yeah. Where they're always taking off the mask or, or showing you inside the mask, or like or a Judge Dread. Right. Yeah. Honestly, like the the Stallone Dread version. Like Dread never takes his helmet off ever. Yeah. That's but why in Pulp Fiction, Stallone, like the Gimp, it didn't become a breakout character. That's exactly. <laughs> that's the only reason. That's why. the only reason. America loved the gim, but they couldn't the see his they face. No idea who it was. They just you know? couldn't identify with the actor. Right. Yeah. Which, yeah, I was shocked at how much he did wear the mask. Yeah. Um, the gimp or <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah. The gimp wore it a perfectly appropriate amount of time. Yeah. 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 I'm talking know. about the other one. Okay. Um, so yeah, they're going back and forth, and finally they they hook up. Oh, like like yeah, like she's talking about how he li- lived in a. a, a Create like a cramped room in a house. Well, she was or like, "Oh, you." No, like, like, "I lived like, in a." Oh, you had a room. Well, then he was like, "I lived in a cardboard box that used to be a dishwasher." And she, goes, and she was you like, had "You had a, a dishwasher." Box? Oh, yeah, you had a dishwasher. You had a dishwasher? Right. Like, it just yeah, the humor was great. I mean, these jokes, the jokes work, which is great. And I okay, so another concern of mine going in, aside from seeing that highway scene over and over again, was will the jokes be too forced? Will it be too crude for the sake of being crude? Will the jokes fall flat? Will they really be funny? Or are they going to be dirty? We've seen Dirty Grandpa. Those are forced, crude yeah. jokes that are right. just terrible. And so this movie, you know, I didn't think it'd be that bad, but I'm like, will we have the same issue? Oh, I'm Deadpool. This is a hard R. Here's some really raunchy things, right. you know, but they're not funny. Right. And it, it was like funny 99.9% of the time. Yep. See, I, I, I would disagree. Really? I think, I think I'm going to, and I liked the movie, yeah. but I think I probably liked it the least okay. uh, of the people in the room in that I didn't think that the jokes were all that funny for the most part and i felt like it was more clever than funny yeah and so like i found myself like more like in my head commenting like oh that was clever right but i didn't like just laugh out loud often i can see that there, there were, were times laugh out loud there, there, yeah. there were certainly times like and, and again overall i liked the movie yeah. and i liked yeah. what it did and so i'm i'm not like but 
I just I wish the jokes had been stronger. Yeah, yeah. I I will use the comparison that my friend always does to uh, a handful of records when it's the same thing over and over again. And and I'm with you. I I love the movie. I would I would still give the movie an A, but towards the end, I felt like when it came to the jokes and everything else, that I was stuck in a theme park with the world's largest endless cotton candy and no way to get out. Yeah. That it was just like the same thing. Going back to an album metaphor, if you're going to give me the same song over and over again, it needs to be back in black, not fly on the wall. Right. Right? Like it's, Um, you know. But, you know, that said, I thought it was good. Like the one that I was kind of like, all right, I get it, was there's a scene in the final fight where Colossus is fighting Gina Carano's character, and I can't remember her name. Anyway, yeah, the, I think it was uh, Shelly Big Tits. Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which leads to my point is there's a scene while is she Angel, Angel. That's what yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. she is. Colossus is this very like moral high ground, goody goody X Men, and there's a scene where they're fighting, and he knocks her to the ground, and one of her tits falls out. And instead of going after the fight, he's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, and like shields it so you can't see it. She's like, oh, that was very nice of you, and then punches him in the junk. And I'm like, I get it. There's a lot of boobs in this movie. Colossus is Memorial High Ground, and you punched him in the junk. Like, it, I actually didn't it, mind it, that it, scene. I thought that was I funny. I enjoyed I that joke. No, I, but, I didn't mind it, yeah. but I felt like I got to the point where I could see the jokes coming yeah. before oh. they got there. Yeah. I have, um, I have an issue with Colossus, but yeah, which unfortunately, I, it didn't really work for me. Well, and they yeah, made him into the, they made him into the Hulk, hundred like, size, like one hundred. He's not so like the character itself is he's a farm boy, right? So he's he's big and he's st- not stocky, but he's he's a big boy. He's not that big. They made him huge. Yeah, he's right. not that big. He, I mean, he. If you look at uh, this is kind of a deep cut. If you've ever read Tim Sale and Jeff Loeb's Superman for the for all seasons. Like that's what he looks like. He's he's not like he's like six seven, and he's not like comic book size. Like he's, he's built suppo- like a farm boy. Like he's he, supposed you know. to be like your stereotypical Russian weightlifter. Yeah, dude. exactly. Like, just yeah. a super jacked, normal size, but like just solid guy. And he's also like the character. The characterization of him was kind of like I have this guy tattooed on my leg. Like this is one of my favorite X Men. Yeah, the characterization it just didn't he's, work for me. He's it was super odd. like his character. The character himself, he's super gentle, and he's uh, he's got a like a like a warmth to him. And this like the guy that did the voice just didn't. Yeah, it was whatever. I didn't like the voice for the uh, visualization of him. It just yeah. didn't trying work. to make him too stereotypical. Yeah, uh, Russian Eastern Bloc yeah. Russian. Right. Like, right. I mean, it was, it was you, awesome you to see. This. It was better than seeing the guy that they got for the X Men movies. Yeah, who had no accent whatsoever. <laughs> right. Like the only part, the only part that was good was in X Men Two when you just see him armor up, and I was like, yes. And then <laughs> you see him in the third one, you're like, oh, f- yeah. I, I mean, I didn't hate it. Like he didn't ruin the movie for me. No, by any means, no. But it just didn't work. So I was kind of like, anytime there was Colossus on screen, I'm like, okay, just nah, Deadpool. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'll I just kind of pass. And I did think that fight was way too dragged out between him and Angel. I just was I didn't like, mind it. Like I was like, come I, on, I will watch Gina Carano on screen I anytime. Think, well, like it's fine. A yes, <laughs> uh, and B, I think the reason they did that was they were trying to establish the strength of angel more yeah, than yeah. it was colossus because yeah. you know you see this giant hulk sized metal person rushing her and your first thought is 
he is going to pulverize and, her. And it was a good callback to when we watched Deadpool try and beat up Colossus right, earlier right. in the film. Oh my god! To a great cringe inducing comedic effect right. that scene. Like that right. is, <laughs> he throws the first punch and like his hand falls like, like oh. oh, and he throws the other punch and of course like it just keeps going. Yeah, right. and they have to like he ends up handcuffing him and drags him across and he ends up cutting his own hand. Like right. So the deal is, is Colossus and Negasonic want to take him to join the X Men. Like right. That, which another great scene where he's like, do I want like we're going to take you to see Professor X? He goes, uh, McAvoy. And like those jokes are the like yeah. those are the jokes of the fourth wall that I, I thought he was I think breaking. my favorite fourth wall joke that was probably my second favorite but my favorite fourth wall joke was when he goes to the, the mansion so and he's good. like it's such a huge house how come there's only two of you it's like we couldn't afford the rest of the X-Men <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant yeah. like, it's a brilliant joke they like, yeah. so, so good. well yeah really so yeah that. they he ends up like handcuffing him he's gonna take him away and he ends up cutting his own hand off and he jumps off the bridge and like as Colossus picks up his wrist, he's got like the he's holding he's, he's flicking, flicking him off. Him off. Right. Yeah. Just brilliant it's great. Jokes. It is, it is. Great. So then and then uh we have to see his hand grow back. Which oh is my God. so reminiscent of what is the terrible movie with Scary Chris? Movie. Yes. With the guy with the little <laughs> I'm gonna use my little <laughs> hand. Oh no, it's alright, I made it myself. But yeah. It's Chris Elliott. Yeah, Chris yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um but so he goes back, he he lives with uh Well blind we, got, Al. We, we need to say that like so he has this relationship and then they have this hilarious holiday sequence right. where they're doing they're having sex with all the holidays and they get to like women's appreciation day and it's and just she's like got a strap oh on. my god like that scene was hilarious because because ryan reynolds plays it yeah perfectly and he's yeah. like no 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 all right, no no no, we're no, done, no, no. We're done. but yeah so he, we end up we find out that um, he has cancer all and this is this goes with the character like wade wilson right. did have cancer um and he goes to actually Weapon X. Weapon X is why. He, yeah, they can't. I don't know why they don't reference that it's Weapon X. That they. I was wondering that well, this wasn't Weapon is, X, was it? No, but that's in the but books. In the, but in that's the, how in the comics. Yeah, in the comic books, he joins Weapon Weapon yeah. X with. Uh, they should have the rights to that. That's I mean, what they I have the thought. Rights I, think they, I just don't think they wanted to get into the whole storyline, which I'm glad of Weapon X. I think they just they don't have. To, they, but they they. They've already told the story. Like everybody, my first thought was, they didn't want to get anywhere near the X Men origin. Yeah, that's which the only is thing about Weapon think. X. Yeah, I just yeah. think they wanted to stay. Well, no, in um, X Two, they go to that Weapon X facility. Like that's where Jean, yeah. Jean Grey dies in X Two. Right. Is Weapon X. Um. So yeah, he ends up going to this facility, thinking that they're going to cure him, but it turns out it's all a big sham. Like they're going to. So it's a weird thing where like they try to unlock a hidden mutant gene. Which is something I've never heard of. So, and that was one of my questions: Are we to are we to believe that everybody, everybody has, has a hidden mutant gene? That's the or thing. Certain is, people, I didn't, I wasn't clear on that. They, right. They do, so, in Wade Wilson, I think wasn't a mutant, and he, they gave him. So every but they every, unlocked this mutant in the in the movie in yeah. the in the book. They, uh, if if I'm right, they use part of like so when when Weapon X uses so the deal is weapon x he's weapon 10 so they've been trying to do this 10 times and wolverine finally gets it right right um so they use whatever dna they have from wolverine and his genetic code and they start giving it to other people so okay. that's why wade has the healing factor right um but it does that to his skin like it okay. makes his skin look all you know like somebody the topographical map of utah utah right. <laughs> freddy krueger to be so exact. yes yeah oh what a great line i love tj Hooker or Miller? Miller. Or okay. TJ Hooker is a good show. I don't think it's a bad show. 
Heather Locklear, right? Well, we should just have yeah. a we yeah. should have a whole new show called Miller, Hooker, or Oshi. <laughs> <laughs> and just give random facts and figure out which TJ we're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, he ends up like this is where we see Ryan Reynolds junk. Right. They they keep doing all these different tests to unlock this this hidden mutant gene, and finally they suffocate him, and his mutant gene kicks in, and he's able to survive. But uh, Angel always has a match in her mouth. She's always chewing on a match stick. Right, right. You're going to so leave he, me here with less funny so he, Rosie O'Donnell? Yeah. And so, so awesome. he headbutts her, which actually he's taking the match stick. Correct. He does it yeah. really quickly. Right. And then, uh, yeah. And so. then he sets everything on. Like, he throws it down by the oxygen and sets everything yeah. on fire. And this is where we get the first, like, he's literally fighting this guy butt-ass naked. Right. Uh, and we get actually a really cool scene where he ends up losing. Like, he doesn't win this fight. He gets, like, a, I have a thing with rebar. Like, oh. I think it's awful. Like, anytime I see it in the movie, I was like, nope, nope, this is going to be bad. It's going through, like, a it's leg or an somebody. arm. <laughs> Rebar he, is never there for its intended purpose <laughs> right, in, a, yeah, in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's always in a horrible, impaling tool. <laughs> Correct. So they... And, um, he sticks Ajax. Back, Ajax, sticks which I had bag. to go... Like, I don't remember him as a character. Like, I think that they were going to introduce Gideon, uh, who was an X-Force villain, and that's why X-Force number two, mm-hmm. like, shot through the roof, because everybody was like, he's going to be in the movie, and then he wasn't, and I was like, you idiots! <laughs> <laughs> Way to spend $100 on a worthless issue. Um, There's still hope. There is, yeah, he'll probably be in something. I mean, yeah, they probably didn't want to use anyone too complex, like, for this. Do you have a New Mutants 98? What's that? Do you have a New Mutants 98? No, I do not. Okay, neither do I. You know, because they didn't know how no, to do not now. I do have a Vengeance of Bane. Oh, good. I do have one of those as well. I have two of them, actually. Yeah. The red cover, the green cover. The first print, the, yeah, like right. that orangish yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, I bought it. It was funny. I bought it because I buy all things Batman. And uh, and I went in the comic book store like two weeks later, and there was only one left. And uh, So I got my Walking Dead one. Yeah, and I was like, I went ahead and picked it up. And uh, I, the guy that owned the comic book store, Aaron, I was, I, I, he, I was like, did this sell very well? And he's like... No, and I was like, oh, I just saw there was only one left, and he's like, yeah, I did. I, I didn't order very many of them just because, <laughs> because it's like, who cares? Who cares? It's just this random one shot, and right. I'm like, he's like, why are you buying a second one? And I was like, I just got a feeling that like, <laughs> why would they do this one shot about this character that this brand new character, this brand new character? Like, why would they not introduce him in a regular book or something? Uh-huh. I'm like, I just feel like they're doing something, and so Ta-da. I'm just gonna go ahead and buy a second one. <laughs> Couldn't hurt. You know, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, yeah. this is the worst that could happen. And yeah. by worst, I mean best. I don't know what it goes for now. Uh, I mean, I th- it's pretty good. Like, yeah. like 50 to 80, yeah. I think. Yeah. Nice. Uh, in a good, in a what good was case. your initial investment? I think it was a it was a two ninety nine or three ninety nine. I think it was like a two ninety nine book because it was like it that wasn't, was when two ninety nine was expensive. Yeah, because it wasn't right, right. it wasn't a prestige format. Nope. It had it had a regular gl- paper cover, but it did have the uh, the square glue binding. It wasn't a stapled book. Oh, is that right? Almost positive. Right. I'll have to bring in. I have a handful of comics from like mid late nineties that uh, like I have. They're worthless. Uh, I have everything first print from the uh, uh, Death of Superman series, except for one book. Yeah, that's, those yes. are the, I'll say, if you could if you have like the polybagged black. I don't. That's the one that I is know. so expensive. And I actually, saw, actually, now that they've introduced Doomsday in the books, I say, is it expensive? Because for a long time, that book it, it, it it's was not like expensive, a, but it's it like was a like a six dollar book. Yeah, I mean, so if, if it's in the bag with the Daily Planet with the armband, yeah, it's, you're, I mean, maybe twenty bucks, right? But the first appearance of Doomsday. Has just started to go up because oh of the, really yeah because I mean he's gonna be in the movie so. right uh yeah that's how I got my Walking Dead one was sitting on a shelf and I was like yeah I'll give it a shot my only Walking Dead one is I got the one that they gave away at St Louis Comic Con last year which oh was yeah St Louis cover yeah that's a good looking cover though yeah that's cool 
So he ends up in this. So he gets rebar shoved through his chest, and then Ajax kind of bends it uh, yeah. on the top, so he can't, so can't get, get out. So he can't get out. I was gonna say that way, but all right, all right. <laughs> so the the whole building kind of collapses around him. So uh, what is the deal with Ajax's powers? So he does not feel pain. He's because strong, they... and he doesn't feel pain. Okay, that's it. Because they severed his nerve endings, right? Uh, and I think he was obviously one of the ones. And they he cuts through grime. He does, yeah, <laughs> right. very he very does. easily, which they reference yep. yeah. in the movie, which <laughs> is so do. great. Because <laughs> there's a, this whole gr- he's a grime fighter. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, you're right for Deadpool too. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, yes. you're good. Uh, so Wade finds out that because of a uh, dry cleaning label or whatever on his lab coat that his right. name is Francis, and so he makes he him his name for being Francis. Francis. So it's a running joke the whole time where Ajax is like, "What's my name?" <laughs> you know, and he wants him to say it's Ajax, but he will never say it. And then yep. Deadpool always ends up saying or doing something related to Francis. I was hoping they would coming. do a stripes joke. Yeah, it was like or all right. a talking or, mule joke. Yeah, either for way, for those people that like our old timey references, <laughs> yeah. but they never like. To their credit, they don't do it. Yeah, like, I feel like the all right, take it easy, Francis. Yeah, would be, I was yeah. so lighten up, Francis. Yeah, lighten up, Francis. Um, so what is? I, I'm trying to remember the joke when he references Ajax. He goes, "His real name's Francis. He just likes to name himself, or he likes to call himself after." What is it? Yeah, Not, a cleaning, uh, a cleaning yeah, product or whatever. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, they reference the... Yeah. Right. Um, but so, I love when he goes, what's my name? He's like, I'm going to spell it out for you, mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which great. is great. Yeah, that's, that's so that's, fantastic. Yeah. So they, uh, he ends up getting... like he The, the building kind of crumbles around. And he dotted the eye with that guy's head. So Did you good. notice that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he ends up getting away, and he realizes he's in like something... A, he's okay, and then... like. So he, I think this is where he goes back to the bar. Yeah, he goes yeah. For the, he goes straight yeah. to the bar. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and he, this is where we get the great scene with him and T.J. Miller, where they're yep. going back and forth about how bad he looks. He's like, "You are haunting to look at. Yeah. You are <laughs> difficult." <laughs> yeah. So I like I know on the Blu-ray yeah. they are going to have like five minutes of that. Yeah. Exactly. It's almost like the Andy Dwyer outtakes from Parks and Rec, yeah. where yeah. it's just like ten minutes of him doing so whatever. Good, yeah. That's the movie that I would see. Like if somehow you can get Deadpool into the Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> yeah. oh, him and God, Chris Pratt yes. go, that'd be so good. Yeah, not with this box office weekend. Nope. I uh, <laughs> I, I love uh, the scene when he comes out of the ashes, and he goes, "Not only did I get the cure for L cancer, <laughs> yeah, I got the cure for L everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is good. Like that's that's because at perfect. one point he's researching pamphlets on how to cure cancer. She, uh, Marina Backer, and she keeps Vanessa. Vanessa, yeah. She gives him a bunch of pamphlets of these not FDA approved or not you know right. r- approved in the U.S. So one of them's from Mexico, and he's like, you know what they call cancer in Mexico? L cancer. <laughs> yeah. And so, and, and I love the callback. Yeah, he comes back and says, I got the cure for I L like, cancer. Like, I did like that where he. <laughs> She's like, uh, she, they're going back and forth about something. Yeah. You win. Yeah. Your right. life is officially more fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So good. So he ends up seeing TJ Miller and they're, they're going and he realizes he's like, okay, I got to find this guy and then they're going to, he's going to fix my face and everything's going to be fine. So now he's on the hunt for Ajax and he's just knocking people off left yeah. and right with a little to... map of strings yeah yeah it's doesn't okay. he also during the tj scene doesn't he when they're deciding what they're going to call himself doesn't he also say i should be deadpool l deadpool no no he goes uh they're going back and forth with names captain deadpool captain deadpool yeah. he's like all right no, just, just deadpool. deadpool yeah yeah because he looks up at the, and that's the weird deadpool. like they never like that's the only time they ever explain to my recollection like it's been years since i've read that original Joe Kelly, Ed McGinnis stuff. I don't remember if they say if, they, if this scene is kind of in there where he figures out what his name or if he's just Deadpool. Like that's just yeah, the I name. Don't, that, I don't remember. Those books are expensive too. Are they? Yeah. 
which are great. Um, so he ends up like it's almost like a Spider-Man like montage where he has yeah. like a white suit. And he'd actually it's weird in Rick Remender and uh, Dromo Pena's Uncanny X-Force. He wears a white suit. So it's it's very reminiscent of that suit. Yeah, it's funny. He keeps be- killing people and getting blood all over. <laughs> right, us. right. And, and this is where lady. we this is where we meet Blind Al. Yeah, the yep. yeah. He lined himself for like five minutes. The only dialogue you hear between the sound effects of punching and slicing is, <laughs> "Where's Francis? <laughs> yeah. Where's Francis?" Yeah. But then she's like, you know, it's like vinegar and whatever. We'll take that out. And he's just, she's like, or you could just not wear white. You dummy. Yeah. And he's like, oh, all right. And then, you know, he ends up. Figures a woman would know how to answer that one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey. I wonder if that is that the joke? I don't know. That'd be pretty good if that's the joke. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's the hidden joke. That, yeah. You know. um, so he ends up like. Especially the in. other problem, too, is like with the with the white costume is you can't fight crime after Labor Day. Nope. That's true. <laughs> you just got to put it away. <laughs> call it you a day. You can. You're just exceptionally gauche. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. yeah. Moon Knight's the only guy that could. Yeah. He can pull it. it yeah. Off, right. Yeah. Right. Because he'll just tear your face off. Yeah. So this is where, like, we get more of the, the, the scene we kind of forgot to talk about is... And his manservant is French, so his, he's got all the... Oh, he's very fashionable. Right. Yeah. Look, very good, look at you. Good job. Um, that was another book that I picked up. So good. Where that I was like, uh, it was at the end of its run. Yeah. Like, it was it had already been canceled. Right. And then, like, this issue came out that they clearly just gave to an artist that they were just like... It was five issues. They were just like, whatever, the book's canceled. Yep. And it was Stephen Platt. Stephen Platt. And I was just, I remember the, my regulars that would come in the store when I worked there, I was like, you should pick up this issue of Moon Knight. And they're like, why? Moon Knight? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, look, if you bought too many issues of Moon Knight, that's your problem. <laughs> right. And I was like, no, I'm like, the art style is really cool. Yep. And it's totally different. And like, I just think that like, it's going to be one of those first artists appearance it's the only artist appearance it's the only work he ever did for marvel yeah because he, wow. he went he to image. Right to image and then yeah. he was gone yeah he and did. it's probably not worth anything now no, it is is it those, for a those, while it was worth quite those, a bit that it's a i think he did five yeah i think and those five issues didn't he do a couple punishers he may have done covers what about my mcfarlane drawn spider-man which one number one no well which one it's the silver one no it's the, it's the chrome that's one. that's what i have then if it's the chrome, well, there's gold. It's the shiny one, super shiny. That might that could be okay. If you're looking at like Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, three hundred, those are that's that those are the big ones. Yeah, that's the first appearance of Venom and Eddie Brock. Um, oh, I learned something today. There you go. <laughs> uh, so we forgot to mention the the, the cab driver. Oh, which yes. was even funnier where he like he's sitting in the back and he's playing with the window and he ends up climbing up and they have this conversation about how uh, he he loses his girlfriend. and He was like, well, this to is his what cousin you gotta, to his cousin. Yeah. He's like, this is what you got to do and do this. And that's the last you think that's the last time you're going to see him. Flash There's forward, just so many jokes. In this which, movie. by the way, the cab driver is the guy sprint. I think it was a couple years ago had an ongoing ad campaign where there was these two IT guys who were working on boosting the network. Yeah. And there was an older guy who was the straight character, like the straight man of the two, and then there was like his quirky, plucky understudy. Who kept like falling out of the ceiling? Yes. That was the cab driver. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that guy's very funny. Yeah. Um, I love why he calls him Mr. Pool. Mr. Pool. Because when he introduced Mr. him, Pool. he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, Pool, dead. And then so he's like, <laughs> Hello, Mr. Mr. Pool. Pool. Yeah. It's, it's, uh so then now Deadpool is he's found he's figured out who Francis is he's going to get Francis and he realizes he has to enlist the help 
of uh, Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. This is the scene where they go to the X that Mansion. Such an extraordinarily long. That is a name. that is a Grant Morrison character from his run on New X Men, and the suits reflect that. Like the suit that yeah. she wears, yeah, she's wearing is yeah. the is the suit that he like that he took over the book right after X Men One, and that's when they started to do like the black leather. Mm-hmm. So that suit is v- a, almost identical to what he Frank Quitely was drawing those suits to look like. Uh so we fi- like Francis figures out that he ki- he kind of goes after TJ uh, Weasel. They find the picture of Vanessa. Now they're going. They have Vanessa, and the entire time Vanessa is under the impression that he that is dead. Is dead. He's been dead. He's not. You know. So and they go to to strip- find Vanessa. They go to the strip club. Another reason this is rated R, where they're just <laughs> in a strip club. Yep, everywhere. Boobies and the greatest Stanley cameo ever. This was a fantastic cameo. <laughs> yep. People were busting out laughing. It was like good. the fact that he was the announcer <laughs> at the strip club. Strip club <laughs> DJ. He, he looked Stan- positively giddy. He Stanley, absolutely did. Stanley is just an amazing human. How baby. old is he? He's creeping 90, on. Yeah. Three, yeah, that, ninety four. Like he just wow. we're not going to have many of these left. No. That's just like they're going to keep happening, and that's fine. He's ninety three. Yeah, 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 but I don't think these. these is he, on the, is dude, he on the first half or the back side of ninety three? Uh, he was on. He's on the front part. He okay. was born December twenty eighth. Okay, so he's recently ninety two. He, I, the guy, is so sharp. I mean, now you know I've seen him live. i just watching his interviews, listening to podcasts with him for being ninety three years old, and the guy's active. Sharp he gets around, but he is sharp as attack, referencing things, making jokes. I, I, I do wonder how sharp he really is, and I and I only say that because my my grandmother passed away recently. She was ninety five. Okay, and but I also know that like if you asked her about stuff that happened. 40 years ago she was great and you know that's typically what people are going to ask him ask him about like they're not going to be like would you have a breakfast tell me about this new project (laughs) no but his mind the way (laughs) he he did with pamela anderson like (laughs) no nobody's asking the way he answers questions and makes jokes shows you how sharp he is he is quick he he has the quickness of who's another person that makes just like people i listen yeah, like, like if I'm listening to Tom O'Keefe, make a quick joke. Like You're talking this, about old funny people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Stanley is on though, like all the time. There was that we were. We it's were, amazing. We were at his panel and somebody referenced. They kind of tried to call him out in the middle of this big panel. Where oh, like, which was such a dick. He move. was. It was a big dick move where he references that like Stanley may have stolen an idea for the X Men from this book. Yeah, and Stan's like, I've never heard. Like, I don't know what book that is. I don't know. You know anything And then somebody Someone asked, asked the like, next question About no, how'd you it, get no, the idea No it was idea. like It was a while Like it was like Five questions okay. later But they asked like How'd you do it for something the idea for the And X-Men? he goes Oh I stole it from that guy's book Like <laughs> yeah. he made a call He made a quick yeah. call back To something that's from awesome. Questions yeah, earlier like, that's like, different than, Cause like With some of the jokes too Like I, I kind of feel like Like He's got his kind of goat. Like, he's got a yeah. shtick. He's got no. yeah. He's got kind of like kind of like Bruce Campbell. Like I think Bruce yeah. Campbell has a shtick when much. he does a Q and A. Yeah, no, so, Stan Lee is good about. He yeah. is on and how, he is quick. How involved in the day to day process of Marvel is Stan Lee None. still? No, no, no. He's no. he's got he like he's the figurehead. He's the Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. But like he's yeah. no. He's executive they, producing. They, they yeah. push him out there when they're like, "Hey, Stan Lee, yeah, he is right. a figurehead." And, and that's what I figured. But I, I mean, I. I know the history of Stan Lee, but I I would not consider myself a comic book aficionado by any means. I'm a novice at best, but I obviously know who and what Stan Lee is all about. He's one yeah. of the very few creators that transcends comics, in my opinion. Like, oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, people that know nothing about comics know who Stan, know who Stan Lee is. Stan Lee is. Yeah. Right. But yeah, he has no... You like, can thank Mallrats for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> 
we could actually answer that question. Yeah, we, we saw the, great. the thing had no wiener in yeah. Fantastic Four. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he, he ends up enlisting the help. He realizes that he they've got his girl, and now he's livid that they have his girl. So right. Nick Lost is like, "You'll join the X Men." He goes, I'll, like, "I'll think, think about, about it. it. <laughs> I'll think about joining the X Men." Yeah, you know? and the, and like she the entire like the the girl that's playing a teenage warhead is just so. Teenage, teenage, like she's yeah. so on her great. Phone. Yeah, she I love her- that scene at the beginning where he's like, he's like, so are you gonna, is it going to be stony silence or, <laughs> or something mean, or is something mean? And she's like, he kind of got me in a box here. <laughs> right. so that was a great, like that, that line is perfect. So they end up going to the shipyard. No, and, finish your tweet. It's more important. Yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs> uh, they go to the shipyard and they have like he has all of his ammunition. He's ready to rock and roll, and they <laughs> they get there and she looks at him and she's like. Where's your bag? And he's like, ah, oh, So he calls. Oh, uh, yeah. there, there's there's an amazing joke leading up to that though. Yeah, back at the apartment when he's getting no, all, no, in about the, cab. the trunk of the cab. Oh, yeah, yeah, where they're in the cab and like they're taking and like this is the the scene that I actually liked. I liked Colossus in where he's all scrunched down in this cab when they're not, on the way to the shipyard. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The taxi, funny. <laughs> yeah. The, sorry, yeah. The taxi driver brings. <laughs> he them, hears like a he hears he, like a bump. In they the back. go over a bump and someone yells in the back and and. They're like, what's that? And he was like, um, oh, that's it's whatever his name is. My romantic rival. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And his they're cousin. like, the the two heroes in the back are like, he's like, it's what you told me to do. And Deadpool's Deadpool like, no, no, not at all. I and then he's like giving him a that. thumbs like, up. Yeah, absolutely. You know what you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's <laughs> he like, does the throat cut. He does the throat cut. cut. <laughs> yeah, like, but he's saying like, I can't believe you would do that. And he's telling him like, yeah, good job. <laughs> so so of you. Yeah, they get. But what I what I don't like about that scene, oh, is that. How we establish this character at the beginning is he's hunting down this stalker. Who? Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's hunting down this stalker <laughs> for free. Like he even says, give the girl her money back. I'm right. not taking it from a teenage girl because he's like, that's not how you treat people. And then here he's telling this guy to do the exact opposite. In all fairness, Tom, he has just been blown up. His girlfriend has been kidnapped. His face looks like, you know. Freddy Krueger. Topic, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Though. It goes against his, his morality. I, I, I feel like, Funny, I feel like the character it's... changes after the... Yeah, but but he, I don't think he changed to the point of being pro... Just go murder... I guess that's true. Your yeah. romantic rivals and stuff. Yeah, I get you. It was a yeah, funny it's joke, a funny but you're joke, right. But it undermines you're right. I, who the character is. 100% right, right. agree. Still thought it was funny. It is funny, but you're right. It doesn't work for that reason. But then they get to the shipyard. His whole... I mean, they are at the apartment, and he's loading up every gun. They've got guns everywhere. Weasel has armed him with every machine gun. Gun, and then he even goes to the old lady because he wants it. he wants every gun. He's going to take Francis out, and uh, and he's telling the old blind lady, "Give it up! I don't have one. Give it up!" You know, right, and he right. pulls out this like little, little it's a little Derringer. little gun. He like puts yeah. in his pants, <laughs> yeah. and so he he has this huge duffel bag of, of artillery and weapons, and then they're walking out with nothing. Yeah, and he's it, like, I guess right. we he left it two make, swords. He left it yeah. in the cab. Right. Yeah. So they end up. This is where uh, we get the angel fight where she ends up knocking down Colossus. And uh, yeah, so they've already shown you how strong Colossus is, right? And now you're seeing this angel who's Gina Carano, who is no puny weakling, no. And I mean, she doesn't talk, but she still like, isn't like a huge bodybuilder, and she's taking out this tank of right, a man, right, right. Know? So uh, this is the scene where he's she's like, uh, all right, you're next, yeah. and she's like, messing with her phone. He's like, oh no, no, please go ahead, finish your tweet. I'm sure that's more important. And then she throws it. And this <laughs> is where you see the costume, yeah. And she takes off and knocks her into the. Like a freighter, <laughs> he's like, "Boy, I feel bad for her. the first guy to pressure her into prom sex." Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a great line. And this is where we get it's just a massive fight scene where they're tearing like um, 
Gina Carano and Colossus are kind of off on doing their fight. Vanessa is trapped in the same tank like, that chamber. he was that he was trapped in when they made him into Deadpool. So they've cut the oxygen down very low, right? And she's basically suffocating out. And I think he throws a sword through. Well, we're not there. Yeah, he's yeah. this at this point. He's still taking out all of the guards. Yeah, right. this is where we get the amazing reference to Bob. Yeah, uh, Bob is a character from the comics as yeah. well. Who is right. a, he's an AIM agent. Yeah. Uh, and he is like Deadpool's little buddy in yeah. not the like three series ago. Like the, he is constantly hanging out with Deadpool. So when they introduced Bob, I was like, that's brilliant. It was like, amazing. That was he's, awesome. He's killing all these guys. And all of a sudden he's like, Bob, Bob? <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing here? And, and, and yeah. they're just like, oh, TGI Fridays. He's like, yeah. And then he ends up punching him in the, in the and like, he doesn't kill him though. No, he, knows he, let, he lets him go. Yeah. Uh, and this is where, you know, he Francis is up on top. He's like, what's my name? He's like, oh, I'm going to spell it out for you. And this is where he looks down and all of the bodies are lined up and they say Francis, Francis. with that with the head for the eye. Yeah. And then right. just to, to put the cap on the Gina Carano thing for people who may not know who she was, she was Ronda Rousey before there was a Ronda Rousey. She was. Yeah. yeah she, then she, she was the first attractive and badass MMA fighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was not even. Yeah. She was like a kickboxer and like over in Thailand <laughs> yeah. and all. She, yeah. She was. And she was in Haywire with Ewan McGregor. Which was, which a good was movie. her. She'll like, be doing all the Roadhouse direct to video sequels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> correct. <laughs> and then um, she was in. I'm just Fast kidding. It won't be six. a big enough hit to justify no, it. No, well, don't worry. No. No. Uh, she was in Fast Six. She was the she Rocks. Was, yeah, she was the Rocks partner. Then yeah. she was the, the she flipped and she was the bad guy. Yep. Um, there was talk. And she, she was actually romantically involved with Henry Cavill. Uh, mm-hmm. And they were they was like, oh, well, obviously she's going to be Wonder Woman. And yeah. she was like there. Yeah, there was talk about her. For she a was going to be Wonder she? Woman. Yeah, she's she was got like, the build for sure. Like that yeah. would have been she looks like if you strong. look at she would have been fantastic yeah. in that. I don't know. I just that. don't think she has the Physically. personality. Right. Physically, she has like, I don't that's acting what, that's chops. What, well, yeah. that's what I mean. I, yeah. I think Gal Gadot has the charm and the way yes. she presents herself like in that final trailer talking to Bruce Wayne. It's like, wow, that's awesome. Well, I think finally, I think that's why you're going to see. When she's done fighting, Ronda Rousey's going to have a much better acting future than Gina Carano because Ronda Rousey has the personality. We'll see. Uh, I'm not I, saying she won't. I'm. I just. I'm. It's all relative. One so. Fast and Furious uh, movie. She's pretty bad. In fairness really to that, bad. like, I don't think she was supposed to be good. Like that whole. Uh, she's supposed to be there because it's. Yeah. It's almost like when they cast Mike Tyson in this new It Man movie. Yeah. Where it's like he's not going to be good, but yeah. you just have a guy that can. Mike fight. Tyson is exactly. funny, like in The Hangover, though. Well, yeah, like, but he, he actually, the character. The character in the movie isn't supposed to yeah, be funny. I gotcha. Right. Uh, well, we'll see after Roadhouse. That's going to be the Road. test because she's going to have her <laughs> Roadhouse. own Roadhouse. <laughs> she's going to have her. That's going to be her first leading role. Yep, and we'll see how yep. she does. Yeah, we'll see how she does. Yeah. Or we could be shocked. I'm just saying. You never know. You never know. Or only. Or only. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, this is they. They have a big old fight sequence between these two, between Ajax and Deadpool. Um, and Deadpool ends up getting getting the the win. And then they like he and like she's pissed. Like she, Vanessa is livid that he lied. And throughout the movie, he's tried to go see her, but then he see like. It's it's kind of a, it, they do a nice job of being like he sees his reflection and he realizes good lord like there's no way I can talk to her like looking right. like this she's never he went to the strip club to talk to, to her save and her, then yeah. saw her again out. and then yeah, went to the out, bathroom yeah. um so this is where they start like he kind of he realizes he may have lost her and he kind of makes a joke uh, throwback to the my life is worse than yours and she accepts it and then this is where you get the. Uh, I don't know what, she, what the line is almost like. You know what I think about that face? And he was like, N- no. 
She's like, I can't wait to sit on it. Oh, yeah. I was like, it was we are back after, in the, like, you get a really nice yeah. touching moment between the two. And then yeah. as soon as that's over, well, it's we like are when, right back into yeah, like when says, Colossus is giving a speech too. Like, <laughs> they do the same thing. Yeah. You know. Oh my God. That ending. Uh, yes. So my, you, my only complaint about the speech when Colossus is giving his big speech about why he needs to embrace being a hero and do the right thing and, and not kill Ajax. And he not has Ajax, Ajax at gunpoint. And right. then he just shoots him in the head, which I knew that's where it was going. Of course. I felt like. The character, the actor who was doing the the vocal work for Colossus, like it was related to Yakov Smirnov. No, <laughs> I felt like he, like he, he missed was, the mark. Yeah, he. I felt like he, he uh, ruined is too strong of a word, but like he knew where it was going as an actor, and it was coming through in his performance. Oh, I and see. And so, like, because he, like he, his line reading was almost tongue in cheek yeah. instead of being like. Genuine. I, I agree. I it was agree very like yeah. I'm building up to this funny thing that's going to happen. Right, like, where it would have been. It would have been like that's a perfect example of when comedy works better when you don't play it for laughs. Mm-hmm. And like yes. if he had played it straight, like it was it, just a sort of thing that if he had played it completely straight, right, like. You would have bought into it like okay at the end of the day he still needs to be a hero that's not where we're going right and then when he did it it would have been that that scene would have been exponentially funny I agree I agree, I agree completely. Like they, they needed yeah. a different yeah. line reading we all from that knew, actor. we all knew what was coming instantly yeah. and it was still funny it was but it would have been way funnier because like they still could have had me on the hook to go yeah they're not gonna plus they don't want to kill off a villain because they want to. Yeah, because Marvel and Fox like don't kill off villains. They're but, running out of villains. At yeah, this point. but I mean they've been better about it than the DC stuff. That's has true. Been, That's you know, like about especially like a movie like this where there's just kind of one right, and he right. doesn't have a huge rogues gallery. He doesn't have a rogues gallery. Yeah, and to my, I don't think so. Like he's always just kind of been thrown. Like he's an Avenger now, which is mm. always weird. Like he's yeah. on a team with Steve Rogers, uh, not in the movies, but obviously, right, yeah, but books, yeah, yeah, it's just kind of like okay. Like I know I understand he's your new Wolverine, but all right, whatever. But yeah, so he ends up shooting Ajax in the head, and then Colossus pukes. I thought that was kind of weird that Colossus pukes. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, after all the things that that's, they've seen fighting, that's, yeah. that's where the character kind of is wrong. Like yeah. Colossus wouldn't have puked. No, but he's I did, seen like, all this stuff. I get that he's like a good person and has morals, but he's like a puke. No, he's, he's next men fighting and killing right, right, people. Right. He's just, obviously seen blood before. Yeah, yes. exactly. So yeah. that was a little. <laughs> I did like off. his reaction. Where he was like, "Oh, grow up! Like, what's wrong with you?" Right. Uh, so they end up. All, everybody's leaving, and then. I'm tr- there's a, another uh, interaction between him and uh, Teenage Warhead where she's like, you know what? Yeah, I guess you're kind of cool. And like his reaction is amazing. Yeah, that yeah. he got like got this teenager that doesn't right, come out anything right. to give him that praise, give him a, little, like, a little props. That yeah. wasn't something mean, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah and this is the other thing I will say is throughout all of these movies, Batman um, this is really the only one that comes to mind. Is in this movie that the mask, like the mask, is as much of a character yes. uh, as Ryan Reynolds is, yeah. and they do a great job of a. He never, almost never takes the mask off when he's Deadpool. Like he's always got the mask on, right? But they do an awesome, like the CG on the mask is amazing because they use the eyes, like they they have the the white well, that's, eyes. That's a trick they learn from the Batman books. Like if you, it is, if you ever yeah. if you read Batman enough over time, you'll notice that. That even though he's got a mask on, he still conveys emotion through Correct. the mask. Batman like, and Spider-Man. Yeah, and so yeah. you'll see, they'll draw it in such a way that like his eyebrow will tick up, Correct. or his, the eye holes will narrow, which obviously can't be a thing. Right. But, like, but they still treat it like it's his face, and it's yeah. subtle. 
it's not like the eyes don't like pop if he's surprised, but correct. But they will like ever so slightly adjust what that mask looks like, right? Exactly, to, in order to convey yeah. emotion, and, and I, that's what they and, do in this. And they it's very, yeah, very they well stole done. That. Yeah, and, and, I, and obviously, and that's something that really they they wouldn't have been able to do maybe ten years ago. Probably I not, agree. especially you know? with that de- that small of a piece of mask where it's just your right. eyes like it's nothing you yeah. know and obviously like his you can't tell if he's smiling or anything you can tell when he's breathing because they do the mask where he's breathing yeah. it but out. you do see his mouth like moving and stuff like yeah. it's really cool how they made it yeah. look it's almost like as bad as the amazing spider-man 2 was like that costume and the way they did the costume was great because it's the closest they ever got to the comic book version um and i don't think they'll ever do it in the batman movies i don't because i just don't think they're ever going to have the balls to cover somebody's face like that yeah especially when it's ben affleck um and then we get your your credits which were hilarious yeah like you get like these this nice little animated sequence with the credits and then the after credit sequence the unicorn and the credit <laughs> the unicorn and the credit sequence was a, like go see, if you haven't seen it yet just i'm just gonna leave it as yeah, that just the like unicorn. it's perfect there is one scene in the movie that's a callback he is literally he has this me- unicorn yeah he's like yes and he's, he's got it like attached to his head <laughs> and you know what yeah. not as offensive as robert de niro doing it yeah you know oh not at all <laughs> yeah you weren't supposed to see that yeah which yeah. was great like that's hilarious but they keep referencing that where he's always taking like you mean you know he's wearing like crocs or something and he has he's always got his tub of lube and the unicorn that he walks away with um so the after credit sequence spoilers we're just gonna say it now just so you know uh is he it's the it's the ferris bueller ending yeah he walks out he walks it's the exact same hallway yeah he walks out in the bathroom he's like what are you doing here it's over the movie's over there's nothing here why are you here why are you here go go away go is that the first after credit sequence yeah. No. Yeah. It's not. No. Worth, there's a second one after that. No. No. Is that the first? No. Is Ferris Bueller so doing the oh, first? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Who is the first? The Muppet movie. What was the Muppet movie? Uh, at the very well. Okay. There. There was like a small, like little, like weird indie film that did it. But but the first like mainstream movie that I'm aware of is the Muppet, the original Muppet movie. Yeah. If you remember it, when they go to the car lot, they find what Sweetums, the big yeah. huge giant, yeah. and they were like, "Do you want to come to?" You know, and be a movie star with us, and he's like, and he runs away, and then he comes out with his bags. Yes, and you're they, right. And they left him, and, and they left him, and you're like, oh man. Okay, at the very end of the movie, they they do all the credits, and then he like come, he like bursts in. He's like, he made it. But right. Like, that's that's that's, that's awesome. But the movie's over. But the, the, movie, the movie's but over. But the movie's nice. That's the okay. End yes. of the movie. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. great. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the first. Ma- like yeah main one but that's one. cool that's cool yeah okay. so he comes back like and then the credits start going a little bit and then he comes back he's like all right look we're just gonna I'm just, like nothing's been said yet like this is the first time we're gonna tell you cable is gonna be in deadpool 2 it's like all right there now you know now go and go he was on. like i don't know who it's gonna be right we don't know it hasn't been cast Cause like, yet because I, I believe like the first scene he's like what are you expecting? He's like, are you expecting me to set up, you know, Captain America? Were you waiting for Sam Jackson to be here in an eye patch? He's like, it's not going to happen. Right. The movie's over. Go. And then he comes back. He's like, all right, fine. Here's what I can tell you. Cable will be in Deadpool 2. Which, right. I mean. It's going to be awesome. The two of them have a very long history in the comic books together. Uh, there's They have their own series together. So it's going to be, you know, Stephen Lang, who was in Avatar uh, has already started petitioning to be Cable, and when you look at Stephen Lang, you're like, I could see it. Like, Who's Stephen Lang? Which one? He's the he? he's the military guy. In oh, the old old oh yeah, he yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. looks like he could be. He's Cable. huge. Yeah. Right, he's not right. Avatar. 
Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're on Die Hard. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, it's, I am, I was sh- not shocked, but I was thankful that this turned out as good as it did. Oh, yeah, me too. It's uh, really fun. It is a lot of fun. The jokes Yeah, it was fun. Are, like, are I funny. didn't think the jokes were quite as strong. Like, yeah. I honestly, I think what they need to do is they need to, like, have their two guys that write it. Yeah. And then I also think they need to just hire a professional joke writer that does nothing but go through and punch it up okay. with better yeah. jokes and references. Yeah. Okay. I can I, see that. I, I, I was afraid coming into this that it was either going to be a 10 or a 1. Yeah. That yeah. you were either going... I always equate Bluxy Blues when it comes to movies where the trailers had all the jokes in it. Correct. Because the trailer for Bluxy Blues was hysterical. And then I went to see the movie and wanted my money back. See, I love Bluxy Blues. Every joke was in the trailer. But yeah, like it's not a jokey movie. There are funny parts, but it's it's really it's a story about this guy. And that guy's Neil Simon, if you like, you know, and that like and like that interests me but i but i totally get what you're saying that like you could totally take i had i haven't seen the trailer but you could totally i see how you could very easily take three minutes out of that movie and make it look like it's just this uproarious well, it's, like, oh, yeah. it's like this it's one not where they have the the yep. regular trailer the romantic trailer yep. yeah all yep. kinds of but that was all tongue-in-cheek absolutely and and yeah, yeah you know I, not legitimate bait no that's the true. people who knew deadpool and knew what they were getting into I obviously loved it. Right. I will be very interested to see what the word of mouth is for the casual comic book fan. I'm, or the I'm, date a, night. I'm interested to yeah. see the casual f- person. Just, yeah, non because comic book fans I, are going to be fine. Yeah. It's, the, it's I, the average film goer. I read one review, and if I can find it, I will send it to you guys. I think it was someone in San Francisco or someone in Northern California who saw the movie and ripped it apart. Basically saying that it, you know, there's no character substance it's just violence for the sake of violence and and dick and fart jokes for the sake of dick and fart jokes and that when he gets shot up the right up main street right yeah good stuff um which if you don't know what you're getting into and you're used to all these other marvel movies where there is a fairly deep complex plot that builds off the ones before it and sets up the ones yet to come right this is not that movie no and you know I think if you're not prepared for that, you're going to walk out and go, what the hell did I just see? I, it, it's I, just a lot of violence and tits and and fart jokes. To me, like it's the, it's the Watchmen complex. Like I think... Very, Watch, very good I analogy. I think Watchmen, Watchmen did great. Uh, it's first and maybe second week when all the comic nerds went to go see it and everybody right. else that saw it was like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah. Right. Um, and it dropped I, but off. But where's the squid? I, but yeah. I, I think the difference here now, though, is that the cinematic superhero universe yeah is it's much more it's much more mature now right and, and so i think you can deconstruct those films for the average film goer in a way that you couldn't before i agree because it's become a cinematic language and it wasn't quite there yet as a genre yeah. when the watchman film came out right right well, you know yeah and i also think we're to the point now where we have gone through all of the tier one characters like, they, well, all yeah, of, they have nothing left as yeah, far as like pretty much all of the household names sure. have their own have their own movie or Netflix show or something. So now you're digging into the hardcore fans. You know, I admittedly when I when I heard about Guardians of the Galaxy went, there is absolutely no yeah. way 
the, the comic you, nerd. I was like, yeah. nope. You're no. like, this will be their first misstep. I was like, there is no way <laughs> that you are going to get me to care about a movie where two of the main characters are a raccoon and a talking tree. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. And I apology accepted it. Loved it. And so did the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. as well they should have. Like that's that movie was amazing. And I, I think to Deadpool's credit, where Guardians of the Galaxy relied so heavily on the music, and it was a very period centric, like seventies era pop hits in Guardians of the Galaxy. This is all eighties and early nineties pop and R and B. X gonna give it to you. Between like. Yeah, between Wham and DMX and uh, Salt got, and Peppa. Don't forget, you got Juice Newton in there. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, right in that who sings "Angel of the Morning." Yeah, yeah I think, I so I you've got yeah. you've got so like the music plays such a key role in these scenes that I think Marvel realized with Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, our music is just as important as what else is going on. I think that's the direct. I think James Gunn. And even Zack Snyder has. I mean, we joke about the the budget of Watchmen. Half of it was the music. Was the music? Yeah, oh, like for they, sure. Yeah, you know, like it, was, they got, it was fantastic. It uh, was fantastic. But like he, he was using like Jimi Hendrix know, and stuff like well, that. Jimi yeah. Hendrix and expensive uh, Simon stuff. and Garfunkel and stuff like yeah. that. And Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. It was yeah. so yeah, good yeah. though. Set to those scenes and his yeah. visuals. But it, man, but it instantly that's... set the time period because exactly yeah. iconic songs. One hundred percent. I um I think the, before we wrap, I think the most interesting thing is that Fox had the balls to go with such a non traditional marketing campaign. I agree. After they just got their kicked in the dirt on Fantastic Four, I think it's they really they needed. But it's really ballsy, especially at a corporate level, to go. You know what? That didn't work. Let's do something totally different. Let's right. trust ourselves yeah, to do something. Instead of going to the safe one, instead I of going to safe route, is, and I, I think that plays to the fact that somebody in Fox realized this is not Superman. This is not Batman. If we're ever going to take a swing at something non traditional. It's got to be for this character. Well, I think it also helped that it had a $58 million budget. That's also true. That's, but that's, that was the catering budget on Fantastic <laughs> yeah, Four. I Absolutely. also think, you know, if Fox looks at what DC's do, what Fox looks at what Warner Brothers is doing, and Fox looks at what Disney is doing, and they're like, look, they've got, the Warner's has their thing, Marvel yeah. has their thing, why don't we just do our thing? Well, and I think Guardians probably did give them a template where they're, that's like, true. Where they're like, you know what, let's do Guardians, but do it dirty. Right. Yep, because yeah. at, at the end of the day, it's and not, much, not to take away from Deadpool, but that's what it is. It's a dirty Guardian, yeah. right? I agree. So, since you brought up DC, and, yeah. and you guys all seem to be fairly knowledge, knowledgeable, not only in comics but in the world of movies, at what point, and is it going to be Batman, Superman, where the people behind the DC movies finally get their heads out of their ass, they won't, and figure out how to do movies? Because me, as a as a casual comic book fan. DC has the better roster of heroes. I respectfully disagree, but all right. And and again, like uh, that's obviously a whole other argument. Right. But I'm like, a DC guy, Tom, you, you're a DC dude, guy. Yeah. Like if you go to the random person on the street and Superman, say, Batman, and say are, name five superheroes, yeah. I guarantee you the first two are Superman. And Batman. I don't disagree with they that have at all. The most recognizable so, heroes of all history. I think the problem DC has is that because their characters are so iconic, they're they're scared to touch them. Yep. And, they, and, and, they, and that could be part of it, but like they're so scared to mess them up that all they ever do is mess, mess them, them up. up yeah. Aside from the Christopher Reeves Superman movies, the first two Which aren't that great in retrospect. They're not. You but watch for their time. Mouth. The they were great. One and two are great. And they the and they, first two Batman movies of the nineties, and then the reboot that happened with the Dark Knight no series one's movies. Yeah, dude, like they cannot get anything right when it comes to DC movies. They can't get anything right besides Batman. They got they got Batman right. Like the Dark Finally. B- Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark yes. Knight Rises are right. Brilliant. Yeah. 
They can't get Superman right. No. And that's that's but the Superman. Shame. That's but do Superman's you think tough. The, do you Superman's think the success tough. of Christopher Reeves and the stylistic way they made Superman in those movies? I'll tell is you, handcuffing them, trying to I'll, reboot Superman. I'll tell know. you how you make Superman right, and then we will wrap up. You need to take Superman, and you need to take that whole damn franchise, and you need to set it in 1941. I don't disagree. I think if I think that would be fantastic. A Superman when it's okay to love America. Right. When it's okay like just that old like because same that, thing he, with the Fantastic Four. He's so noble. But can he's you, so noble like to 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 try and do that in today's world, it just it doesn't play. It's and, like Captain America, how that yeah. works with the love America. Right. Yeah. Go America. But then how do you bring the Justice League in? You don't. You don't. Because obviously DC right now is scrambling at the success of what oh, Marvel has done. Yeah. And I think this is what scares me about the Batman Superman movie is this screams of we are playing catch up. And it's oh, absolutely. Absolutely. instead of yeah. giving each character in Justice League time to establish themselves the way that Marvel did, they're going to push everybody into this movie. Uh-huh. And yeah. you're going to all you're going to go from having Batman and Superman to in one movie Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, right? Greenland. So what they Green- needed to do was Batman, Superman, done, and then next time Batman, yeah. Superman, Wonder Woman, yes. like, or you, yes. can, yeah, I you need to pace yourself, DC, and they're not. You need to take a deep breath. <laughs> you need to think about baseball. <laughs> Something. Something. Just take it. A just, deep and breath, that's what worries me. Easy. Is is it just seems like, and again, it's it's obviously a personal preference, but it seems like DC, who has a murderer's row of heroes to I pull don't from, with that either. can't get yeah. anything right, and Marvel just kicks their because they, every did it, they did it the right way. I mean, there's yeah. no doubt about it. They took they took Iron Man and they've taken Falcon and they've taken all these characters and now they, that are they took they, Guardians of the Galaxy they did it when, slow and they and, did it right. Yeah. When the first Iron Man movie was announced and came out, I. Autumn went, there is absolutely yeah. no way. He was like, a nobody like that. I didn't see it. I didn't even see it in the theater. I was like, I don't. I, who cares about Iron Man? Nobody. Yeah, nobody. The and mainstream I was, did yeah. not care about. And Iron I was Man. in a hotel in Chicago one night, and I was like, all right, there's nothing to do. I'm going to watch Iron Man. And I called my boss, and I was like, you're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> that was amazing. And he yeah. is now the most popular Marvel character. Yeah. yeah. Robert Downey Jr. makes more than anyone. Yep. Yeah, crazy. Now. So, well, that's it uh, for Deadpool. There it is. Probably put a. Put a, fork put a in pin this. in it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what we're doing next week. I don't even know what's opening. So I don't we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, I guess the masked uh, luchador or whatever. The, <laughs> the masked saint. Yeah, so oh, uh, no. uh, let's go around the table and everybody can uh, say where to find them. I'm still at Haas underscore A underscore Palooza. Uh, this is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Uh, don't forget, we have a rich and vibrant Facebook page where you can go and uh, converse with us or comment or post things. And uh, you can share episodes from there with your friends. And we greatly appreciate it when you do. You can join our League of Show Sharers. There's all sorts of fun things waiting there for you All in Facebook land at facebook.com slash real spoilers. We're also on Twitter at real spoilers, or you can email us at real spoilers at review stl.com. Uh, next week. I don't know. We but don't we'll, know. We'll be doing something because we always do. We haven't failed you yet. Well, we might have failed you, but yes. we've done shows. We've done shows. We've done yeah. shows. Consistent. It's not been your fault that it's right. been yeah. the box office. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, that's it for this week. And until next time, O'Shaughnessy kills Archer to implicate Thursday. Thursday.
They call me Dead Crew, I'm hella fast Came to mark the bad guys and get some ass Got blades for days, got guns galore Got combo moves, evades and more With bear traps and hand grenades Pull the pistol like a maniac right in your face Popping off caps, leave a trail of guts Sitting on my chair, scratching my nuts Don't stop when I shoot for water was on Your ass is grass and I'm on the lawn Hot lead to the head and I won't stop What your crew gonna do when I hack and chop? All these pictures are prima donnas. I stuff my face with chimichangas. Tacos and beers, always keeping it loose. Hang on for a minute while I'm dropping a deuce.